You're listening to the What's Up Podcast, the show that spills the tea with your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to What's Up. So today's true crime story takes place in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and it's about 22-year-old Melinda Schneider. On January 22nd, 1990, just after 4 a.m., Melinda is found with a gunshot to the head. Melinda's roommate, Brenda, calls the police and says Melinda has shot herself in the head, so she thinks it's a suicide. But the police don't believe that she killed herself. They believe it's a homicide. Now, the door had a lockbox on it, which means any real estate agent would have had access to that house. Now, Melinda and Brenda were the only ones in the house at the time. Her roommate, Brenda, remembers hearing somebody in the bathroom and also in the hall, but she thought that it was Melinda. Then Brenda looked outside and she saw a white car with black molding driving away. Then she hears Melinda moaning and smells gunpowder, and that's when she finds Melinda. So she calls the police. The police found footprints in the bathroom, and there was evidence that she was raped and then murdered. They have a DNA sample. So after Brenda called the police, she called her brother Luke. So Melinda's friend Megan tells the police that she was dating a guy named Glenn Fletcher. And then when she broke up with him, he wouldn't take no for an answer. And he also drove a white car. But when the police question him, he tells the police he was out of town when Melinda was shot. And then he tells the police that him and Melinda weren't really dating. They ask him to take a polygraph test, but he refuses. And there are inconsistencies in his story. The police find a gun with shell casings similar to what they found at the scene at Glenn's house. But they don't have enough evidence to make an arrest. So the police start to question real estate agents that would have had access to the home. Then they speak to a real estate agent named Ed Cornell. He had access to the house. But he tells the police that he was at a bachelor party until about 4.30 a.m. the night she was murdered. The police find out that the footprints were Luke's. He originally said he was never in the bathroom, but then changes the story. He didn't want to give a blood sample. Then in February 1991, Luke decides to take a polygraph test. He changed his mind. He also gave him a blood sample, and it didn't match the DNA found at the scene. Glenn's gun was not the gun used to shoot Melinda. Now the police meet with Ed again, but then he got a lawyer and refused to cooperate. And he didn't want to give a blood sample. July 1992, Ed is forced to give a blood sample. And it was a match. March 2nd, 1993, he was arrested. So the way it went down was Melinda was sleeping. He knew that there were two girls living in that house. And he had access to the lockbox. So he left the bachelor party intoxicated. He goes to Melinda's house and opens the lockbox. He rapes her and then goes to the bathroom to wash up. Then he kills her and leaves. But he also left his DNA. And that's when the roommate saw his car, the white car with the black molding, leaving the scene. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's real crime story. If you liked it, please share it and please subscribe. And if you are a true crime addict like myself, check out my store, crystalkiss.com, for some murder merch. Thanks for listening. Join me again for some real crime stories. Thanks. Bye.